0: yo what is going on everybody it's episode 108 108 of the wise guys we are back another week another episode you already know we got some new drinks on deck tonight before we get started we got some uh fruit force ipa voodoo ranger on deck 9.5 per can don't taste like it but i'm feeling them man i don't know how you feeling the new drinks for tonight shit i'm liking them man obviously the higher the percentage um
1: more type more my type drink uh those of you that know know. Uh,
0: i know you be drinking the ipas a little more than i do yeah
1: you know what i mean i don't know i just like feeling it a little bit more (laughs) but uh, i'm feeling great man i can't wait to get into this episode february finally coming to an end shortest month felt like the
0: longest for some reason yeah i don't know why um yeah man but i'm hyped Let's go, man. Let's get into it, though. Yeah, we sipping. Um, so now it's about that time. Uh, but uh, yeah, man. So did you do anything over the weekend? Anything special? Anything, you know what I mean? Eat some good food? Anything like that? Shit, I mean, we popped out bar hopping
1: uh, Friday. Checked out Philly, you know what I mean? Trades, Obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful city of Philadelphia. Uh, nothing too crazy going on. A lot of sports going on this weekend. Um, crazy games. I mean, we had two back-to-back games Finished basically with a half full court shot, I must say, uh, that didn't count. So,
0: yeah. <laughs> lot to get into there. Uh, Jake Paul, Jake over Paul the weekend, fight. Jake Paul fight, obviously.
1: Yeah. This week we got John Jones coming back. Um, a lot to get into, man. You already know. But as far as the weekend, <laughs> just chilled out, you know what I mean? Caught a couple of drinks.
0: I know, man. And the weather is just there. I don't know why, but February seems to be ending off pretty strong from 70 to hailing. Exactly. That's what I'm saying, man. It was hailing over the weekend um, or the other day, yesterday. And um, just just crazy, man. But um, I actually on Saturday, we was in the city Friday and I was actually in the city Saturday in the city a lot over this weekend. um, But I actually had some banging food. At this spot over in South Philly called Lucky's Last Chance. It's like a bar restaurant type deal uh, right on 2nd Street in South Philly, Queen Village. Uh, a couple blocks from South Street, actually. Uh, but actually, yeah, we had it over there. They got award winning burgers. So we had to check them out. Banging, man. Banging burgers. Got to take you over there, man. I know you love the Philly food scene. You're always in the city, work in the city. Um, so definitely got to check it out. And it's when is there ever not a good time for a good burger? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but um. They got some other things as well. They got a lot of burgers to choose from. Uh, They got famous mac and cheese. Mac with a K. That's how they spell it. Uh, Different flavors of mac and cheese. uh, Different crazy hot dogs. And just like tater tots, fries. Different ways you can get them. Um, But yeah, man. If you're craving a burger, I definitely highly recommend it. Lucky's Last Chance over there in South Philly. Check them out. Um, But yeah, man. Yeah, I'm going to have to definitely check that out.
1: Obviously, the Philly food scene is coming up. I will say... This past year, could be due to COVID, kind of fell off a little bit. Uh, We will never see Philly. Well, I will never say never. Uh, But as of right now, we won't see Philly in the Michelin Guide. A lot of eyebrows raised at that. Um, Obviously, we have a huge restaurant scene, like I alluded to. It kind of took a downhill turn. I don't want to put every restaurant in that category that I'm saying, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um but mainly I think we need a little step up. Uh so you might get a my own restaurant coming soon. no okay, no. Nah, nah. Okay. Yeah. Uh overall, definitely feel like Philly needs a little juice, you know what I mean? Um the pasta scene is going hard over here still. Check out Fiorella if you haven't. Uh Mark Vetri, obviously a goat in Philly. A lot of new restaurants opening so we'll see what's good with that. The Jewish scene definitely coming heavy in philly um a lot of jerusalem and like israel food going on uh especially in kensington area man but yeah a lot going on in the philly food scene i could definitely get into that Uh, i won't ramble too much in this episode (laughs) got sports to get into man but you get
0: it yes sir yes sir some chef talk for y'all um but yeah definitely check that spot out though man uh we definitely got to go there soon uh but um in other words, just something I happen to see today on social media over the last few days. I caught this one. Um, Zendaya, uh the actress. She is uh, apparently I, I don't know. Apparently she's making one million dollars per episode for that show Euphoria on HBO. That is dumb money, crazy money. Uh $1 million dollars per episode. There's probably I I'm just gonna assume there's at least ten episodes. You're looking at 10 M's right there. Uh, apparently, we're in the wrong business, bro. I don't know. I guess we got to get into acting something. <laughs> but yeah, man. What's your thoughts on that? It's pretty crazy.
1: Shit. I mean, it definitely is big money. Um, I mean, apparently, they're these rappers, they make that off a song. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I don't fucking know. Uh, somebody's lying. <laughs> but yeah, for sure. That's definitely a huge gig. I know a lot of people are on that show. I personally haven't watched it. Uh, I did hear good things about it, honestly. Uh, And Zendaya is obviously a great actor, actress, Um, (laughs) excuse me. But yeah, she's been around since we were young. I think we're at the same age. Uh, But yeah, Yeah, she started out on Disney. Yeah, I remember that. I do remember that. Always been in the spotlight. Uh, Yeah, but shout out her, man. I mean, just takes dedication (laughs) and hard work. As much as I can say, acting is easy. I definitely couldn't do it. Uh, I find shit too funny too easily. Uh, definitely can't keep a straight face. You know yeah, I mean. With all them people around me, with camera in front of my face. I don't know, Maybe man. Maybe a comedy
0: yeah. movie, like a Seth Rogen Maybe. movie. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Seth Rogen, if you're listening, I need Super Superbad 2. Uh, I need me to star in it. Yeah. Hear me out. Yeah, man. That'll be funny. Um, but yeah, man. Shout out to her, though, getting a bag. I mean, one one million per episode is is a lot. So, I mean, that is pretty crazy. I mean, she did a hell of a job in the show. Um, You know, I mean, I think she won some awards for it. And, um, you know, she plays her part very well. So I guess she deserves it.
1: Yeah, absolutely, man. Which leads me to a question to ask you uh, before we get into the music shit. What's your thoughts or, or actually what's harder, in your opinion, acting out in a show, a series, a whole season or a long ass movie, two hour plus?
0: Hmm. Um, I, I really don't know. Cause I don't have personal experience in acting sadly. Um, but I would say that in my, like an educated guess would probably be filming a movie would be harder. And I, and that, Connie, I mean, you could go both ways and say this and that, but I'm going to say a movie just because apparently movies take years and years to develop. And uh, like, for example, Black Adam and the Rock, apparently that's been in a project that's been in the works for 15 plus years. And I know there's a lot of movies like that, you know, five, 10 plus years in the making and all this other stuff with scripts and, you know, cause it's a lengthy project. You know what I mean? mean now movies nowadays are like three hours long, two hours long, um, They're not like an hour and 20 minutes anymore for some reason, but (laughs) yeah, no, I just think a lot more work, I guess, in a time frame goes in a bigger time frame for movies than there would be shows. Shows, you're looking at like 20 minute episodes. Some shows are like an hour long, but I feel like filming shows for one episode would be easier than trying to do a movie, but like a whole season, then you're talking like maybe it would balance out with a movie. I don't know though. Like I said, don't have personal experience, but I would say a movie. Yeah, definitely respect
1: that answer. I'm kind of on the same page. Uh, I feel like a movie, like you said, everything has to fit right uh, more so rather than in a show. Not necessarily you can write the script as it goes. Obviously, you want to have it set in stone, but I feel like you can maneuver better. Uh, like you said, though, don't have personal experience there. We'd love for an actress or an actor to come on the show and talk about it, though.
0: Yeah, definitely. And I feel like another thing to go along with that would be like movies. I could be wrong again. We have no personal experience, mind you. (laughs) But I would say that with movies, there's a like a strict script that you have to go along with, with line by line versus shows. I feel like there might be some improv more leeway for improv and like in the moment kind of things that they just roll with um but all in all both got to be hard work you know what i mean that's why they make so much bread
1: <laughs> yeah absolutely man and like you said key glock definitely quoted that saying he was in the wrong industry Yeah, uh, quoted the
0: zendaya stuff.
1: i mean we know key glock get that bread uh so zendaya
0: you making rappers want to turn actors <laughs> pretty crazy stuff. But speaking of Glock, glad you brought him up. Um, We have some new drops from over this weekend. On Friday, we had Glockoma 2 drop. We've been talking about this for the last few weeks as it's been approaching. Uh, But Glock dropped it on February 24th on Friday. And it's actually everything we were expecting from Glock, man. Shout out Glock. Shout out Paper Out Empire. Rest in peace. Flipper, rest in peace. Dolph, you already know what it is. Over here at the guys. Um, but I yeah, man, this album, arguably, in my opinion, probably his best solo project yet. I feel like Glock is at his peak right now of just, uh, he really took that torch, man. And uh, I'm glad he's doing his thing in 15 tracks and there ain't no skips on it. Uh, he really did his thing with this album for sure. Yeah, definitely the production
1: was there. Everything about the album just seemed complete. Uh, rest in peace, Doll. first and foremost. Definitely uh, not a Key Glock album with out any features, you know what I mean, or with features, so, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. so, I, I definitely appreciate him staying staying, staying true, true you know what yeah, I mean, yeah. uh, keeping it real there, he said, he did tweet, he said, uh, can you guys guess who's on the song, and I think <laughs> I think the joke was, nobody, obviously, yeah. but yeah, and the
0: last track of the album is fucking features, yeah, so. yeah,
1: I, I think that yeah. was the, the full circle joke,
0: yeah, yeah, definitely, man, Um, you know how he rocks, obviously, so, yeah, man, shout out to Glock. Like we said, Glockoma 2 dropped on on Friday, and we've been bumping it ever since. Concert coming up on the 15th, you know we in there, slide, come see the guys there, come show with us. Um, it's going to be lit, man, it's the second, second time we're seeing them. Um, but yeah, man, shout out to Glock doing his thing, and uh, even dropping some visuals uh, as well to go along with the album. So he's really putting in some work, man, shout out to him. Uh, also we had Ween claiming he's the best rapper over the weekend as well dropped that, uh, single that we were talking about last week, Can't Nobody, uh, with, uh, produced by Swiss Beats and, uh, not really a feature. But uh, DMX sample on there and some DMX words uh, from DMX himself on that. And uh, I got to be honest, man, this single is what I expected from Wayne. And, it, you know, he kind of when I listened to it the first time and listened to it again, and then I found myself listening to it again and again. Um, it's just amazing that Wayne at this point in his career is rapping at the level he still is. And I think he really stamped he may be the best rapper ever.
1: Yeah, absolutely agree with you on that. No Lil Wayne versus a weak verse. Um, keep it, he, he's kept it at 100, I feel, for at least 15 years, yeah, 15 years straight, plus, like. like just straight dominating. Um, I, in my opinion, I'm, I might stir some shit up here, uh, a little hot take of mine. Not really, in my opinion, so much of a hot take, maybe to other people, but I think the top two most influential artists of our generation specifically our generation no old heads come at me um i just feel like kanye west and lil wayne are like the top two like
0: they're just at the very
1: top uh there's tears obviously if you want to put jay-z into that um not so much our generation that's what i stress Uh, obviously the ham era you had jay-z and kanye watch the throne era um obviously jay had hits in our generation but in my opinion, he wasn't at his best rapping in our generation. I just feel like Kanye and Lil Wayne are just, that's the top two. And then if you want to say, all right, they were in our generation, but they weren't peaking, you could put Eminem and Jay in a, in 50, you know what I mean? Yeah. At that point, we're just splitting hairs. So in my opinion, our top two most influential artists of our generation, the 21st century, um not necessarily the 21st century, but you get it. <laughs> yeah. uh, the the 96 babies and up, uh, Lil Wayne and Kanye.
0: Yeah, absolutely agree with that. There ain't really, you can't argue it. Honestly, you can't. Um, I guess you could try. But at the end of the day, if we're talking longevity, for what both of them did in the game and paving the way for other artists after them, uh, you got to give them that throne, man. You got to give them the crown there. Um. Yeah, I I definitely agree with you there. That's a a good statement. Lil Wayne and Kanye, uh, definitely at the top and definitely the most influential artist of our generation for hip hop.
1: And it also surprises me too, uh, because you got Kanye from Chicago. I mean, obviously a heavy musical oriented city, but... Just to be fair, like none of them, like Lil Wayne isn't from L.A., Kanye isn't from New York, vice versa. You know what I mean? We don't got New York, L.A. It's Louisiana, and then you got fucking Chicago, and they they just blew up. So I I I, guess what I'm trying to say
0: it don't really matter where you're from. Yeah, no, absolutely, and I think part of that is probably because I feel like where hip-hop originated, obviously, New York, and, um, you know, you look at the West Coast rap, and, you know, in the 90s, I would say the 90s, you know, you you would say, you know, Big Pac, and, you know, goes on Nas, and et etc., um, you know, all them guys, Dre, and all them Snoop, West Coast, and New York, you know what I mean, East Coast, and LA, and, you know, and that's what I that's what I'm not to cut you off, but I
1: feel like and then it drops to Atlanta. Then you got yeah. Outkast, Bombay, yeah. well yeah. Bombay, Texas, but you you get what I mean. Yeah. Then you got all that. And then Lil Wayne just put Louisiana on the map.
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, so yeah, man, I think nineties, you know, where everything originated from West Coast, East Coast, you know, LA, New York, then grew into other cities kinda meshing in there and uh, you know, kinda running with things. So uh definitely like nowadays it's really Atlanta and you know what I mean, Chicago's up there. Uh, but Atlanta's really running the rap scene right now, uh, you know, influence wise, especially. Um, so you got to give it to them there. I feel like it changes every so often, every decade. Uh, there's new cities, you know, new artists that are coming from new cities and putting new cities on. Uh, but, yeah, I definitely agree with you there. Um, yeah, 100 percent, man. We're, we're going to get into that Atlanta rap. Uh, definitely has
1: somebody drop from ATL still putting on for Slime, a.k.a. Thugga.
0: who just dropped, man. You already know, man. Um, young Nudie. <laughs> young Nudie dropped Gumbo uh, on the 28th 13 tracks on this one. Uh He did have a Glock feature and a 21 Savage feature on there. Uh, 21 Atlanta native. And, um, you know. Young nudie man, ever since he came out, he gets a lot of love in the industry from Drake and, you know, other artists and Glock and all them, 21. And, uh, you know, it's funny because we were just speaking about Glock not having features, but he seems to be hopping on features a little more. Everybody kind of wants that key Glock feature now. Um, recently did a feature with Meg Thee Stallion and everything. Um, but yeah, young nudie man dropping gumbo, straight vibe. It's different and uh, definitely got a vibe to it. was vibing to it this morning. Um, but yeah, man, it's pretty tough how he's got those two on there.
1: Yeah, 100%, man. That It's another thing that like, I don't know. I like obviously how rappers, we saw the whole Meek, uh little Snoop type of vibe. Um, they're just bringing their young bulls, I would say, foremost uh for instance like we just said 21 savage and young nudie then you had rest in peace little Keed, but thug and Keed. i feel like nudie and Keed are just perfect um i don't want to say sp- 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 spawns i guess but like <laughs> perfect young bulls for them too yeah. if that makes sense in the music industry uh to carry out the legacy obviously 21 savage still dropping shit but I feel like Nudie is the perfect upcoming of 21, and Lil' Keed again, R.I.P., perfect upcoming for Thugga.
0: You already know, man, and speaking of ATL, uh, Lil' Baby actually dropped My Turn today, three years ago. Um, it was the best selling album of 2020. Um, shout out to Lil' Baby, man. He's doing his thing, been doing his thing Another Atlanta artist that really put on for the city and doing his thing and paving the way for younger artists coming out in Atlanta. Um, but shout out to Little Baby Man, My Turn, definitely a classic album.
1: Yeah, 100% My Turn, uh, bangers on that, Little Baby, one of the top still. Uh, not so much dropping as much music as he was, don't blame him for it, probably has a lot of shit going on, obviously bigger than what he was famous uh not famous fashion shit going on yeah that and should i think be. he's
0: kind of staying low right now with everything going makes on makes sense you know what i mean um because you know his name got brought up a couple times four pf got brought up a couple times unfortunately with this thug case going on um but we try to keep things in light here always free thugger free young thug man hopefully he gets out um just sad sad stuff going on right there um but yeah for atlanta too man got a free thug free thugger. but. That's pretty much it. That's all the drops we got for this week over the weekend. Uh, I do got a question for you, though, just on the topic of the music discussion. Uh, <laughs> and it goes along with something that I actually seen uh, on social media. But uh, are you team Apple Music or Spotify, bro? It's like the big question, like Apple or Android phone. But who, who you rock with, Apple Music or Spotify for your music?
1: Shit, I got to go ahead and say Apple Music. Um... I just think it's a default at this. Like, you got an iPhone, yeah. Apple Music. Uh, obviously, fucking to each his own. Uh, can Our use Spotify both? Uses
0: yeah. out there right now. Yeah,
1: you can use both on either or whatever fucking phone you hey, got. We're,
0: on both. we're yeah, on both. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're listening to this on Spotify. Keep keep listening. No hate towards yeah. them. Uh, Most of our listeners, though, actually do come from Apple. I think 60% of our listeners actually come from Apple. Uh, So shout out to y'all. But yeah, those of you that still listen on Spotify, continue to listen. Don't shut it off. Uh, But yeah, I'm team Apple Music as well. I don't know. I I guess, like you said, it's kind of just default. if you got an iPhone. You know what I mean? The apps on there. I mean, I do have the Spotify app, but I don't have any music on there more so for the podcast, but um, <laughs> just something stupid I wanted to bring up to you. Um, but yeah, there's always a lot of talk about Apple Music, Spotify users, and what's better. Uh, people say Apple Music has better quality. I wouldn't know. Um, I guess let us know if you know. <laughs> but And apparently people always say they like Spotify because they have better playlists, they make better playlist and their algorithms better and all this stuff um but yeah i mean if i want a playlist i'll just make it myself uh, you know what i mean i don't know but uh apparently that's why they like it but i, I just rock with apple music and another thing that i kind of just happened to see uh apparently per 128 streams of for apple music you earn a dollar for Spotify, on the flip side, it's two hundred and fifty to earn a dollar. So Spotify, you got to do better. But actually, both do because that's still kind of low. But <laughs> yeah, one hundred
1: percent. I mean, like you said, the whole moral story is to each his own. But yeah, I feel like Apple. Like you, you made a good point. It's like. Android and iPhone. <laughs> it's all uh, preference FanDuel, at the, end of the day. DraftKings, yeah. whatever the fuck you want to rock with. Nike, Adidas, yeah, like, it's it's like, it's it. whatever you want. You know what I mean? Uh, but it is a good question. I know a lot of people are at war air. Uh, <laughs> I will say Spotify does have the better playlist. I'll rock with y'all on that one.
0: <laughs> yeah, definitely, man. I think our listeners, most, some of them might agree with that. But um, yeah, we're definitely the guys, if you're wondering. We use Apple Music. So I don't know. Whether you do, you don't, who knows, but (laughs) that's pretty much it for the music talk and all that. We are going to get into some sports talk, because what would a Wise Guys episode be without sports talk? You already know, so let's get into it, man. What do we have over the weekend on Sunday? Jake Paul, Tommy Fury went
1: at it. At 2 p.m. on a, sound, a fucking Sunday, I don't fucking
0: <laughs> if know. If I wasn't weird, off, yeah, but I wouldn't have we it. We
1: all know it was yeah. in Saudi Arabia. That's why, uh, obviously, fucking different time zones. It was, it was an okay fight. Uh, it wasn't no fucking Floyd Mayweather, <laughs> De La Hoya, fucking Mayweather, Pacquiao. Uh, you get the point, but yeah, yeah. I don't know. I but A lot of hugging new age boxing um sorry my boxing fans out there to fuck with the new age shit um i don't know i I didn't really take anything from this fight um in jake paul's defense you know what i mean uh i will say he's not a scrub he's not a scrub boxer he actually fought a boxer um whose brother is fucking tyson fury uh <laughs> yeah. so yeah. i don't know i can't really talk as much shit as i would like to on jake paul here um definitely went out did his thing um uh, but i gotta get your thoughts on the decision <laughs> i know you were locked in you were tuned in um was it the right decision
0: do you think jake paul should have lost well yeah man i mean so i was tuned in i was watching the fight it's an eight round fight. Fury defeated Paul via decision. And, you know, some people agreed with it. A lot of people didn't. Um, but in my opinion, just from the eye test, from if we're talking just eye test from watching the flight, rounds one through six was basically all hugging. They got some shots in on each other. Uh, To me, it looked more like a draw. (laughs) Honestly, they both tagged each other a couple times, but mainly they were just throwing a punch or two and then they were in the clinch like it was just like it had to get broken up. It was just that's all it was over and over again. Um, (laughs) This is Jake Paul's first time fighting a real boxer. Uh, Tommy Fury, like you said, man, his older brother is Tyson Fury. And, you know, it, he, he has been boxing since he was six years old. Uh, so I give Jake Paul all the credit. And I was actually talking about that with somebody on Sunday when I was watching the fight. Um, they were asking me my thoughts on Jake Paul. And I look, I, I'm not a big, not the biggest fan of the kid, obviously, especially back in the day with all the corny stuff, you know what I mean? Um, but I give him the credit the past four years. He's really been grinding, really been working uh, at this boxing thing. I know he's hated by a lot of boxers in the community and the fans, Um, but you got to give credit where it's due. The kid's actually been working out pretty hard these past few years, putting a lot of work in, and I think, um, honestly, he held his own. He did his thing against a real boxer, and that's all I wanted to see was him go up against somebody that was actually a boxer. All he's fought so far is YouTubers and retired UFC fighters, so it was actually cool I would say, to see him fight a real boxer. You know what I mean? Um, But yeah, I think he held his own. I think it was more so like a draw. When you look at the statistics of the fight, they say it wasn't close. Fury landed a lot more punches than Jake Paul did. But one thing I found interesting about the fight was um, Jake Paul scored the only knockdown of the fight. So right there, in my opinion, I would say due to the fact of the knockdown, I would give him a draw. You know what I mean? Because Fury didn't knock him down at all. Jake Paul actually knocked him down. So I would give it a draw. But apparently they had scorecards. All three scorecards had it. 74, 75, Paul, 76, 73, Fury and 76, 73, Fury. So that's that's what they marked it at the end of the day. Um, But again, man, I think Jake Paul definitely deserves his credit and where this fight for the fight. And uh, I don't know, I had it more of a draw. Yeah,
1: definitely. I mean, you could def- you could tell he's hurt by the loss. He's trying so hard to act like he's not. Uh, <laughs> yeah. The videos clearly tell he he's hurt. He made that
0: video like, I didn't think I'd have to make this video, but, you know. Yeah, the guy's hurt.
1: The guy's hurting. I will uh, say
0: they are showing each other a lot more respect now after yeah, that's usually how it being goes. up on each other. usually yeah. how it goes. <laughs> For guys uh,
1: anyway. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> usually best friends right after, if we're being honest. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I did see Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder at the fight as we saw them before there
0: was some boxers and celebrities there at the fight i was shocked to see
1: saw my boy ronaldo in the cut (laughs) um but yeah man
0: overall this fight was entertaining
1: um to say the least or to say the most should i say uh but like you said the first six rounds were fucking hugging um it just makes me hype for the boxing fights in the near future uh, we get Garcia, Tank, obviously. Yeah. Uh, we get T.O. fighting. Yep. We, we, we have Plant. We just had Elvis fighting, yeah, who he won. Got win over the so, weekend. I mean, big things to come in the fighting slash boxing world uh, that is a little more exciting than what just happened uh the jake paul (laughs) tommy fury fight so
0: all my boxing fans out there stay tuned stay tuned stay tuned for sure jake paul wants that rematch but who knows if we'll get it uh he wants it in la so we'll see we'll see who gives a fuck about jake paul you want to let him know who's fighting this weekend (laughs) you already know man uh john jones returns johnny bones jones man we talked about this last week and we're excited for this week um, on Saturday night. It finally is here. It's finally happening. John Jones versus Cyril Gunn is going to be one for the books, man. John Jones, I'm excited. He's back in the UFC. This is a great thing for the sport, obviously, and um, he deserves this, man. After all the slander he's taken and hard work that he's put in, uh, he's now at heavyweight. He's fighting at heavyweight. This is the first time in his career. I actually just seen a video of him last night uh, training, and I got to say, man, the dude is an absolute unit. He is a monster. He looks like even scarier which i didn't think is possible at heavyweight than he did at light heavyweight um he you could tell he's bigger um is he slower i don't know doesn't really look like anything slowed down but he hasn't fought in a while so we'll see but i think he's going to come out with some fire on saturday um he's got a tough opponent don't get it wrong uh in cyril gone we saw what he did to our boy Tatuvasa. Vasa. i mean it was just um it wasn't even a fight really um so cyril gone just has absolute freakish power behind him and um you know, he could go. He could go to the distance. So we'll see what happens, man. I'm excited for this fight. I know you are. I know our listeners are. I know UFC fans all over the world are. Um, definitely cannot wait. It's, it's going to be one for the books.
1: Yeah, definitely glad you brought up his opponent, Cyril Gan. Uh Definitely not a scrub.
0: Both I, only have one loss going into this fight. So. Yeah,
1: there you go. So all eyes are going to be fucking tuned in on this fight. <laughs> John Jones, I will say it is hard to fight. After you haven't fought in a while,
0: I and mean, moving up in a weight class too.
1: But if anybody could do it, it's John Jones. Absolutely, uh, my money will be put on him. I will, I will. I'm sorry if you hate this part. Uh, I will hedge. I think I will put a little <laughs> bit of money on Cyril Gon. But full on, everything in me says John Jones. It yeah, just happens when you. When you it just happens when you're in the betting industry. My my, my <laughs> listeners who get it get it. Uh, it's but
0: not a bad hedge, you know what going. I
1: mean, only because Cyril Gan is Cyril gone um and yeah i I just feel like John Jones has a lot to lose in this, if that makes sense, even though he has nothing to lose at all if, if that makes complete sense um egotistic wise I feel like John Jones would fucking be devastated if he came back in his first fight, he lost, but I feel like from a a spectator standpoint it wouldn't necessarily be the worst loss of his career at all. No, and uh, he's still going to have... Obviously, his opponent is yeah, tough.
0: Yeah, and and not only that, but even if he did take a L at this fight, he's still got seven more fights. He signed an eight-fight deal with the exactly. UFC. So he's got time to redeem himself if he did lose, if... But I really don't see it happening. If he did lose, bring out Cormier because I want to see him <laughs> beat the shit out of him. Yeah. It was the, all the memes and stuff they've been saying about Cormier going to uh, interview him after the fight. <laughs> they, they showed the one Brock Lesnar. She's going to get ugly. When he, when he went in after uh, Cormier's fight. And he pushed him. This is funny. So we'll see. Um, but yeah, man, Johnny Bones Jones returning this weekend. Tune in and get ready. Get your popcorn because it's going to be a show. Um, but yeah, definitely excited for that one. Uh, but that is it for fight stuff and boxing UFC. Uh, we are going to get on to some NBA talk going on right now because NBA season's heating up right now, heading into the end of the season and going into postseason soon. So we will see what happens. But we do have KD, Suns debut tomorrow. How you feel about that? KD is here, Arizona.
1: Phoenix, I know you guys are hype. I'm really not. Uh, you guys know how I feel if you listen to our past episodes about the Suns. Um, I, this team is dangerous, obviously. Um, if I'm a Suns fan, I'm hype as shit we got KD. I'm sad as shit we let go of Mikel. Uh, great two-way player, 3 and D guy. Uh, Cam Johnson as well, tough losses, but KD is on another planet, Uh, him and D-Book should pair well, obviously both played for Team USA in the Olympics, got chemistry, not expecting the Suns to just go on a 20 game win streak to end the season, Like you know what I mean, I'm not expecting them to, I don't know what I'm trying, I'm not expecting them to just, like I said, go outright undefeated There will be bumps in the road, I guess I want to say. Not fucking speed bumps, maybe little tiny pebbles. Uh, Chris Paul, elite point guard there. You guys got a great team, if I'm the Suns. You got Aiton on the boards. Got D-Book, obviously. KD, play one-on-one against anybody in the league. Um, The bias in me doesn't want to buy the hype.
0: Does well, not want to buy the. Hunt. I mean, granted, they got Kevin Durant, but they did lose some role players. So. That's what I'm
1: saying. The, so
0: my whole point
1: here is the depth. I don't know if it's going to be enough to win them. Everybody the championship. has to stay. We've home seen the that. Celtics. Yeah. We've seen the Celtics lose. Uh, they didn't have enough depth. Um, I don't know, man. I, I just don't know how to feel about it. I like a lot of the teams in the West. The Nuggets. I know I'm going to get hate for this. Uh, But, man, I don't know. The West is hard. The West is definitely hard.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's tough. Um, But, yeah, like I said, man, I I don't know. I I think KD is going to be dominant in Phoenix. But they did lose some role players and they got depth. Um, Maybe have to worry about that. But. I would say that they should be fine bearing health. And if everybody stays healthy, they should be good. Um, So we'll see. Um, Also, we have Dame, man. Dame time again. We brought him up last week. We got to bring him up again. His career high he just had the other night, 71 points, 13 threes. Absolutely beast mode, man. Uh, Shout out to Dame Lillard. Probably one of my favorite players in the league, just likable wise. You know what I mean? Like, he's always been a pure baller. You know what I'm saying? So all credit, all respect to Dame for real.
1: Yeah, 100%. Dame Lillard doing his thing, as always. Uh, I just feel like his worst decision, as everybody else does, I'd assume, was staying in Toronto. I mean, staying in the Trailblazers. Excuse me. Uh,
0: well, apparently, I, he says the grass isn't always greener. So I was reading that. He, today. he
1: says that. He does say that. He did say that. Because <laughs> uh,
0: he, he used Russ as a really good example. But Yeah,
1: you know. I, I I did see that.
0: Because you can end up in that boat or that situation.
1: You could, but Dame is not Russ. Russ is not Dame. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: um, you put Dame on the Lakers right now, they're going to the chip. Uh, you put Dame on the Celtics right now, they're going to the chip.
0: Put Dame uh, on the Sixers. You put Dame
1: on the Mavs. <laughs> With Kyrie and Luka, you're going to the chip. I don't know how you work that out. But yeah. you get what I'm saying. Uh, Yeah, you put Dame on the Sixers, I'd agree. <laughs> yeah. You're going to the chip. Yeah. Uh, a lot of teams Dame could fit like a fucking glove on uh unlike russ i watched Shout the clippers
0: loyalty, recently well.
1: yeah not a hundred percent that just shows a different player uh kobe mentality shit, you know man. what i mean dirk d wade um i don't count the fucking bulls Wade <laughs> never went to the bulls in my opinion yeah. uh, never went to the Cavs. In i was my gonna opinion. say the you guys can Cavs. fuck off with that uh he's a heat for life <laughs> but
0: yeah.
1: back to dame uh superstar player all-star caliber fucking clearly three-point champion uh i just don't know man i don't like dame in portland i never did uh i i I feel like dame and Jokic would win multiple chips i just the whole thing about super teams and building super teams um the pushback against it kind of pisses me off because i think there's one thing to do in the nba that's win as much finals as you can uh
0: well the league the league's different now like the
1: players aren't the fucking gms or the owners uh, they're not building the team. Obviously, if you're LeBron James, you're different. Uh, but a lot of people can scout players to teams. But I will say that the super team isn't going anywhere. I, I just think it's, it's going to happen more often. You're going to get more players that are tired of losing. Absolutely. And they just want to team up. It it's just comes just, down to losing. It, and it's not to cut you off, nowadays, but the, old, the like, old heads are the ones, the first ones to push back uh, Charles Barkley he was just on first take saying super teams are stupid uh yeah the guy that's talking has no fucking rings obviously charles barkley hall of famer uh great great player no rings uh cp3 great 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 player no rings uh we can go the list goes on allen iverson no need- rings so, Super teams yeah, nowadays. That's what I'm saying. If you
0: want to win, mellow, no you rain, need it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, especially with nowadays with load management in the game, like you can't expect one or two guys to get it done every night. It's just not the way it is anymore. It's just, it's not. I mean, got to be fucking to Giannis or Dirk. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So that's pretty much what it comes down to. There, I think it's just a new age, new league. Um, it is what it is. Super teams are thing. the offense
1: is just too fast paced. The defense is yeah.
0: lessening. Yeah. And, and, you know, like I said, with the loads management stuff, I mean, the guys aren't playing every night, putting up, you know, 40 plus points. So it's just not happening. Um And I feel like it kind of happened back in the day, not as much, obviously, but it did happen back in the day a little bit. I mean, um look at I mean, look at the famous Bulls team with Michael Jordan. I mean, it wasn't I mean, you look at. Dennis Rodman, he wasn't originally on the Bulls and then came to the Bulls um, from from the Pistons. So you you look at things like that. I mean, that's not necessarily they build a super team, I'm saying, but uh, you get the point, man. I mean, you know, additions are helpful, (laughs) clearly. And, uh, you know, it's needed, especially in today's league.
1: Yeah. And I just feel like Dame has this chip on his shoulder, the wrong type of chip, in my opinion, like. If Dane went to a super team, team, I feel like he wouldn't get no backlash. Yeah, he wouldn't get
0: as much backlash as he he thinks. he stayed loyal for so long. Exactly. You know, and and I think he wouldn't, but I think he's just too, he's too real, quote unquote, you know what I mean? Because at this point, I feel like the
1: narrative is all the fans say, all right, we don't feel bad for him at this point.
0: Yeah, exactly. So, uh, you know, it's not like he's team hopping or, you know, anything like that. He's been in Portland for a long time, so I don't think he would receive any backlash. It would probably be for the best of him if he did join another team, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, and Dame's not
1: in his favor, I will say, uh, because it happened clearly before him. But if Portland had Brandon Roy, Dame, and Prime LaMarcus Aldridge... They might get a ring.
0: (laughs) I agree with you there. I definitely do. Um, But yeah, man, shout out to Dame, 71 points, 13 threes the other night, career high for Dame. Um, Fun fact, he's actually got more 60-point games than Steph, LeBron, Shaq, Larry Bird, Magic, Tim Duncan, Bill Russell, and KD. Uh, Pretty impressive stuff right there, in my opinion. But we're going to get it moving on here. Sixers struggling. I don't know, man.
1: Wah, wah, wah. Uh,
0: sad stuff here. Losing two tough games at home um, to the Sixers, I mean, yeah, to the Sixers. Uh, basically they they're just beating themselves. But um, to the Bucks and the Heat, uh, so just two painful losses right there. The Sixers are still third in the East, 39 and 21. The Bucks and the Celtics are still ahead of them right now. Sixers are six and four in their last ten games. They beat the Cavs and the Grizzlies going into this week, and then lost to the Celtics one ten to one oh seven, and then the Heat one oh one to ninety nine. We all saw that game last night. Don't want to talk about it. Neek does, uh, but I don't. Uh, <laughs> so they do play the Heat again tomorrow in Miami as well. Doc Rivers is the problem. Problem. Problem
1: solved if he's fired. I mean, nah, nah. I'm not gonna go there. Uh. A lot of chemistry issues, in my opinion, in the team. Uh, I don't know. When I watch the Sixers, I just don't know. I uh, would love to see De'Anthony Milton, if I'm a Sixers fan, catch that fire again. Need Maxie in there, like Maxie's you said. Maxie's got to start. That's yeah, the bottom he, line. He
0: has to start. De'Anthony Milton's been starting, not to cut you off, but he's been starting. Maxi has got to start. Doc Rivers, if you're listening somewhere out there, hello, hello, somewhere Maxie needs to start on this basketball team. He's healthy. He had time uh, to get back, and he he deserves to be a starter, man. There's there's nothing else you could say to me. Maxie deserves a start on this basketball team, and that gives us, in my opinion, the best chance at winning. Um, the Anthony Melton is not a scrub. Obviously, he's been doing his thing for us, but I'd like to see him catch that fire again too. But coming off the bench behind Maxie, Maxie, you got to start.
1: Yeah, definitely, man. I have really nothing else to say there. You alluded to everything.
0: You already know. Um, so also. We saw what Giannis offered to KD on The Daily Show. He said, you keep joining super teams. We were just talking about super teams. You keep joining super teams to win an NBA title. How about we work out together sometimes so you, I could teach you how to carry your own team? Damn. Yeah, that was kind of crazy, man. Um, I can't believe he said that. <laughs> yeah, I
1: know. Giannis is funny. Uh, the overseas he guys. He was laughing. <laughs> he got a funny humor. Yeah. Uh, but, KD yeah, man. I mean,
0: in the air.
1: I mean, KD is just... KD's just uh, that guy. He's he's he's, that guy. He's that guy. Uh, So I won't really speak on this way too much, but I get what he's saying. It's funny. Um, KD couldn't win, obviously, in in New York, Brooklyn, with James Harden and Kyrie. Um, Not the best, not the most ideal teammates uh, to get comfortable with. But, yeah, I I just feel like the whole shit of him going to Brooklyn and not winning after him winning in Golden State – him trying to go to Brooklyn and claim he could win without Golden State. I, I just feel like it all fell down. Um yeah, but Katie's still to go, in my opinion.
0: <laughs> Katie is definitely one of the best basketball players yeah, that, in the world. That's one person who joined the super team I'll never talk shit on. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah, he does happen to do it the most, but it is what it is. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um <laughs> but yeah. So <laughs> Yeah, so <laughs> Let's go. We got the uh, Duke game just going live right now. That's why I'm laughing. Uh, Neek is teed up at the moment. (laughs) We are live and watching the Duke game NC State versus Duke. Um, But yeah, man, back at the NBA stuff. Um, Giannis, you're hilarious, but Katie is the man. Uh, Injuries, man. We got LaMelo Ball out the rest of the season with an ankle injury. Sad to see for these Ball Brothers, man. The injuries happening. Um, Just can't seem to escape it. And just, I don't know what's going on. I I hate seeing it.
1: I hate it when Lonzo went out. Uh, Was becoming a great player for the Bulls. Uh, Distributing the ball well. Almost was getting a triple-double almost uh, every other night. So, I don't know. I just feel like the Bulls situation is kind of similar to the Hornets with LaMelo. I mean, I feel like both brothers mean equally as much to their team i should say maybe Lamelo a little bit more um with obviously derozan and levine there in chicago but yeah it, it's just sad to see injuries especially to the ball brothers who everybody hated when they started obviously they didn't have the most humble dad but what dad do you want to see humble about their kids so long story short the nba is the same without the ball brothers man
0: yeah, and a lot of people are actually putting this blame I wouldn't personally, but a lot of people are putting this blame on uh Lavar Ball himself for pushing his kids the way he did as they grew up and the wear and tear that they put on them. Um you know, I that's a whole other topic, but yeah, it is sad to see. And uh Le- LaMelo will be out the rest of the season. LeBron also missing some weeks with an ankle injury as well. Um it's pretty sad stuff. I mean, you you see when he went down, he said he hurt his ankle pop, which is kind of crazy. Uh, but hopefully we get Brown back soon. We don't need the all time leading point scorer to go down. Not at this point in his career. Yeah, I I just feel like the Lakers situation going on.
1: Um, started streaking a little bit. Uh, they're four and one. Vanderbilt Jared Vanderbilt is the story. Uh, this guy's just been a beast since the Lakers added him uh board guy i think he had 17 i want to say i'm not too sure um crazy on the boards though for it and that's exactly what they needed a three and D type system you know what i mean i feel like
0: with all the players they add it they can get that going yeah, absolutely, man. Um, so we will see. Uh, also, just wrapping up the NBA talk here. Um, we do have, apparently, the NBA wants to test out a new overtime rule. I don't know how to feel about this one. It kind of sounds like it might some be some All Star game shit. Might be a good idea, but they're looking at adding a target score for overtime. So that means when a game goes to overtime, they will have a certain score that a team has to reach to be able to win the game. Um, what's your thoughts on that, real quick?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's kind of similar to the All-Star game. I don't really like it necessarily. Uh, It's terrible for betting. I mean, if you're just going to ask me straight up for the bettors out there, this is horrible for us.
0: Uh, We would like to see the game go as long as it can go. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with you there. Um, But that's pretty much it for NBA talk. You already know. We're going to wrap it up here with a couple of NFL newsbreakers today. Uh, We have some NFL talk briefly to end the episode uh but bucks release lenny fournette man what you think about that yeah i mean I, not shocking honestly uh
1: saw it coming i don't know what's in store for the bucks in this upcoming season losing brady losing fournette potentially losing mike evans um there's a lot to figure out if we're being honest with these bucks i don't know what they're going to do next season. Who the quarterback's going to be. Is it going to be Tom Brady? No. Is it going to be Derek Carr? No. <laughs> Lamar?
0: No. One, like, I, don't, I really don't know what direction they're going in. Neither do I, to be honest. But, uh, yeah, it seems like the Bucks are slowly imploding now. At this point, um, Tom left. Everybody's leaving. Um, so, yeah, they released Lenny. No more playoff Lenny for the Bucks. But Washington releases Carson Wentz. Womp, womp. Uh, Saw that coming a uh, mile away. If you listen to our f- couple of first <laughs> episodes, you will see. Yeah, um, pretty much when we started this podcast till now, we felt the same way about Carson Wentz, and I'm kind of kind of glad it happened to anybody, somebody but him. Um, you know, I I I don't know. I've been right about this guy since he was drafted in 2016. Used to be blue in the face arguing with people about him not being better than Dak Prescott, but that's a whole other conversation for a different time. But Carson Wentz has been released from the Washington Commanders. So we will see where he ends up, XFL, in your future. Uh, the Tijuana Greyhounds. <laughs> I was looking at you for the name. Uh, yeah, man. So it's going to be funny um, to see where he ends up. Somebody said that I argued with people. For so many years that this guy wasn't better than Dak just for him to end up being his backup. I, I don't want him <laughs> on the Cowboys, but if that happens, I might have to chuckle a little bit. Yeah, um, that would be fucking hilarious. <laughs> yeah, Twitter's pretty funny. Um, But yeah, so the Falcons also released Mariota. Where do we think he might end up? Uh, sadly, the
1: Eagles. Uh, I feel yep. like he could fit in that system good if Hurts goes down.
0: Yep, we were talking about this earlier today. I think that Mariota will be Jalen Hurts' backup <laughs> just because uh, they're due for some quarterback controversy. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but in all reality, he fits their team, he fits their scheme, would be a perfect backup in a football sense behind Jalen Hurts. It wouldn't be a bad move for Philly, honestly, so we'll see what happens. But that's our predicted landing destination for Mariota. We'll be on the Eagles. We'll see. Um, <laughs> also, another release we had today was the Giants releasing Kenny G, Kenny Galladay. Uh Giants legend, as some may say. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. Uh the 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 only one that might remember this is Darius Slay for getting most and letting Kenny Galladay catch his only touchdown on him this season.
1: <laughs> yeah, man. I mean Kenny G released by the Giants. Giants fans are hype. Great move for uh, the Giants. I don't know what direction they're heading in either. We will see. Uh I'll
0: probably draft the receiver.
1: Yeah, I'd assume so. Smith and Jeeba uh is looking like
0: a solid move. A solid move did for the Giants. Did they resign Isaiah Hodgins? Did they extend him? Yes, they did, yeah. yeah. So we'll see. Uh, the Giants should look in. Daniel Jones, will he get that deal? He's asking for a lot of money. I don't know. Uh, Saquon Barkley, the Giants, it's going to be interesting off season for them. But releasing Kenny Galladay definitely is a good start for them. Justin Fields announced as the starter for next season. The Bears announced that today. What's your thoughts on that? Yeah, I don't know where um – they I don't, I don't know what they're going to do. I mean, I there's a lot of teams,
1: I don't know where they're headed. I don't think he wants um, to play there. I I don't <laughs> think so either. The line, I, they they have to get better at the offensive line or he's going to get mauled behind that line. Uh obviously hitting that wishing they had a dome. I don't know. The Bears are not a team in my futures bets, <laughs> I should say. Uh I'd more so roll with the Lions over the Bears.
0: Yeah, absolutely. The Lions are going to be a force in the league next year if they go about their offseason moves correctly. So we will see what happens there. And also Derek Carr supposedly meeting with several teams during the combine. So we're getting closer to the Derek Carr saga and where he'll end the up.
1: Draft is approaching, man. I mean, we will have our own mock draft here at the guys yes, dropping soon.
0: Sir, You already know. Um, But yeah, that's pretty much it for today. Got into a little bit of everything. You already know. Um, if you were listening from the beginning to now, appreciate the love and support as always got into a little bit of it all. If you're in Philly, check out that spot man it's banging ass burgers over there and uh we will be coming with some more spots for y'all to eat at as well um but yeah man got into a little bit of everything john jones returning this weekend of course um will jake paul get his rematch who knows i don't know you don't know uh we'll have to see and some nba and nfl talk to wrap it up so you already know man but uh Neeks over here pacing. We got to catch this Duke game. Need to get this <laughs> dub. Come on, Duke fans. Yeah, you already know, man. Uh That is pretty much it for today, and we will see you all next week. Peace. Yes, sir. Peace. Time to smoke.